Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is Taking Steps Forward. Now, here's Pastor Carrie. Good morning again, everyone. I just want you to know, last week I, I felt, you know, anxious and nervous and uh, just wondering how this was going to, to go. And I just felt such an incredible peace and love from all of you. And, um, and it's just such an incredible blessing to be here with you guys. Um, it just truly is. Um, it's it's life-changing for me. And um, today we're continuing on our journey, um, uh, taking steps forward. I, I probably could have titled this differently because it's more about Things happen in life. Bad things happen in life. And how to um, you know, deal with that. How to um, overcome these things. Or, or recognize why bad things happen. Um, or what to do with them. So let us pray as we start. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you Lord for this, uh, and this opportunity to be in your presence. Uh, you are with us, and we are so, so incredibly blessed to know um, who you are, the God of the universe. The Almighty um, cares and loves us, and loves us intimately, and, we, and knows all things, and still loves us, and we are so grateful for who you are. And right now, as we are in your presence, Father, teach us. Um, help us to, to hear your words and, and be able to um, um, apply them in, the, in our life's journey. Thank you, Father, for everything. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. So, last week, um, I ended with this verse. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. We are never alone was um, the theme of last week, that always, no matter what's going on in your life, God is with you. And we can have that confidence. And, and, and um, it says here, Moses is saying here, be strong and courageous because... God is with you. You don't have to fear the things that come um, in your life. Um, so knowing that is absolutely reassuring. But as we are taking our journeys, our, our lives, I remember one time I was um, on this path with my mom and dad. We were, um, I was young, high school kid, um, full of energy, thought I was... Um, um, indestructible, and I remember going on this path, and it's up to this beautiful waterfall, 200 feet high, and I, my mom and dad are slow, and I'm jumping ahead, um, 
and I'm running up this tall waterfall, and I get to the top, and it's beautiful, and I have my parents, and I'm jumping up and down. See, look at me. Look at me. I'm up here. Take a picture of me. And I'm, I'm jumping up and down. All of a sudden, I start sliding. And as I was sliding, I realized I felt my body lift the waterfall, or lift off the cliff, basically. And I took my hand and just dug into the, to the rock and pulled myself back in. It was, I almost died right in front of my parents. And then I saw later on my pictures of my parents took of me, and I'm just this little dot, so it was a dumb picture anyways. Um, <laughs> from this thing. But like life, we have these, we're on this path. We're on this path. We are walking in the journey of life. I remember one year I was in my hometown, Sierra Madre, and I took Johanna up Mount Whitney Trail. No, yeah, Mount Whitney Trail. And she was one or two years old. And she is zigzagging across this, this um, trail. And there's rattlesnakes on this trail. And the zigzagging, and on one end, it's just a pure cliff. The other hand, you know, well, anyways, and I'm watching her, and I am just terrified. I know, like, I, what am I doing bringing a one- or two-year-old on this trail, you know? Um, it was just, so there are these moments in life while you are on this path that things happen, that are bad things are happening. Um, we used the Psalm 23 last week, but in the Psalms, um, the psalmist recognizes these bad moments. And let me read you some verses. I am worn out from my groaning. All night I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. Do you ever have moments like that? Where life is so uh, going so wrong. The things are happening that are seemingly so bad that you're in your, on your bed and crying in tears. Can you identify with the psalmist in this situation? Um, and then Psalm 13, verse 2 says, How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemies triumph over me? You have moments where this is happening, where you're feeling defeated, that nothing is going wrong, right, and everything, you're just feeling attacked. Um, it's just a part of our human experience to go through moments like this. Psalm 88.6 says, You have put me in the lowest pit, in the darkest Deaths. I have learned that in my life, almost every significant thing that's ever happened, thing, the greatest things that probably have ever happened to me come out of these dark moments. These moments where we're experiencing incredible tears, incredible deaths. I mean, I never would choose to have these dark moments happen to me. But as, they, as, I, as I realize God is there helping me through this, I start to see 
um, God's strength working in my life. And usually out of all these moments of darkness, usually these are opportunities of greatness that come afterwards. Um, In fact, opportunities that come with suffering. I don't know if you can read that. Yeah. One is that God uses suffering to refine, perfect, strengthening, and keep us from falling. When we realize that whenever we're in these moments of of the depths of darkness, when we're weeping and crying, when all these enemies are attacking us, and all these bad things are happening, it, it, it... it, it can, as we hold on to God, it could shape and, and form our character. It could make us stronger. Like our skin, right? You've heard thick skin as you're doing hard labor, construction or something like that, right? It makes us stronger um, if we don't let it overtake us. It could harden us too. But when we give it to the Lord in our times of sufferings, we become stronger, more useful for Him. Another thing, suffering allows the life of Christ to be manifested in our mortal flesh. When we overcome, we realize... um, we reflect the character of God. Not by the good things. Not by all the awesome things that happen. Not by, oh man, I, you know, I did all this. We brag about this and I made this and I had, um, I accomplished this and I, I make this amount of money or whatever these things happen. This, these things, you know, bless you. God blessed you. That's good. But usually when you overcome Great things. That's when people see God in you. And how God is using you. Because to overcome these great, these great horrific moments of life or hard moments of life, you are completely dependent on God to overcome. So that's when people see truly God in you. Like this, suffering bankrupts us, making us dependent upon God. No, no one wants to be bankrupt, right? No one wants to be out of cash. You know, the debtor's coming and calling you up. But in life, no one wants us to be emotionally and spiritually bankrupt and can't go any further. But when we do, we start to realize you know what? I can't do it alone anymore. You know, remember my last sermon was, we are not alone. We have, that is when we have, we access the benefit of the fact that God is with us. He is with us. But when we're going off on our own will, on our own self-dependency and doing this, oh, I got this covered. I don't need you, God. That's it. That's all right. I got this. We're not accessing, taking advantage of the God of the universe 
being there for us and helping us. But when these dark nights of the souls, when these times of tears and weeping, that's when we become dependent upon him. Suffering teaches us that the greatest good of a Christian's life is not absence of pain, but Christ-likeness. You know, we've talked about this in many times before, but Christ, or human experience, we love to avoid pain. We think life is about to avoid pain. We, we have convenience centers, um, um, stores because we don't want to get in our cars and go into a big shopping center and all we just want is something quick. Or we have pharmacies because we experience so much pain and we need to get rid of that pain even though it might, it might not be really dealing with the actual disease, just the symptoms. We look always to avoid It's just what we do. We don't want to go out on a limb and ask that girl out because we don't want to feel the pain of rejection. Right? We don't want to put our hopes up for getting that job promotion and throw ourselves out there because we don't want to deal with the pain of rejection. We hide ourselves. We do whatever we can to avoid pain. But in suffering, it teaches us, you know, once you've experienced pain, you start to realize, you know what? I can get through this. Right? I can get through this. Any of you work out? I don't. But if I did, or when I did, I remembered there was pain. And I couldn't even move my arms. Right? I couldn't even move my arms. You know? Even though I was only benching 90 pounds. Right, but then I, you know, I, the next week I'm benching some more, and I got to a hundred pounds, and I still couldn't move my arms. Right, right. Before you know it, I was benching 110 pounds. Right, um, you know. <laughs> but as we get, realize when all this suffering is happening to us, and as we overcome and we become stronger, we start to, we get through this. We realize that the goal isn't to avoid hardships and pain and do everything you can to never have anything bad happen to you. The goal is to become Christ-like. Take your life, throw it, take it out on a limb. Experience life. Take, I want to say chances or risks, but go out there. If you're doing it for Christ, the outcome will always, in the end, be in your favor. Always in the end. We Christians, we, we you know, I know, politically, oftentimes Christians are conservative. I don't ever... Want to get into politics, especially this time, this day. But we also we also think like, you know, try to you know live life and do things that are just you know just even and slow and careful. I mean, that's good, but 
But cry it. This is your life. And God has given, given it to you. You know, that talent, the guy that just buries his talent, right? Hides and afraid that, you know, the, the master's going to um, get on his case for, for losing it. So he just buries it. That's what so many of us do with our lives. We hide. But as we suffer and as we overcome, as Christ overcomes for us, with us, and helps us through it, we realize the suffering, the pain. Um, we don't need to avoid it anymore. We, we will get through it. And we live with that confidence, even though we're in the moments. There are moments where we're crying and, and, and needing um, help. And there's moments of just great despair. Even in those moments, we know by faith God's going to get us through this. And we're going to become better once we get through it. Next one. Suffering is used to increase our awareness of the sustaining power of God to whom we owe our sustenance. Really, God provides everything to us, you know, for us, right? We trust in Him. And, and God is... God reveals truly how amazing He is amongst our suffering. The miracle of Jesus dying on the cross and rising up. That is amongst suffering. You read through the Bible and all the, the hardships and struggles. All miracles come from amongst suffering and hardships. Otherwise, it wouldn't really matter. It's just a nice thing that just happened. Wow, God did you know, something nice for me, even though I didn't really need it. It wasn't that important. No, because we're in this great need of salvation and this great need to overcome or this and we're dealing with this incredible pain that needs to be um, healed that's when we see truly the power of God working in our lives so when we're on this pathway and we're going through this journey um, of life and, and we, 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 we have our ups and downs and obstacles all around us in these moments of, of crisis and hardships. These are moments to, to take a detour away from. These are moments to walk straight through because you know God is there. He is with you, holding your hand, many times carrying you through those moments. And you're overcoming. And you see the power of God working. James 1, 2 through 4. I've read this verse many times up front. Consider it poor, pure. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking Anything. You know, I, I learned this new term this week. Um, and I... Have you ever heard of helicopter parent? 
That's, that's not a new term for me. But a helicopter parent is, if you're in a school district, you know what a helicopter parent is. Um, is that someone just constantly hovers over their parent or their child and makes sure that nothing, um, that they, you know, they get everything taken care of. Right? They're making sure that, oh, they're, um, like I just heard the other day, someone um, didn't win a, like an office or fifth grade, like president or something like that. And the mom was so mad that their child didn't win that they even hired a lawyer over the situation or going to hire a lawyer. Right? That's just a ridiculous situation. That is a helicopter parent just making sure that, you know, everything is, um, you know, the kid is, you know, taken care of. There's a new word called lawnmower parent. A lawnmower parent. And that is a parent that makes sure they do everything in their power as a parent that their child will never fail at anything. Probably means they're doing their homework for them. Probably, probably has a little uh, headphone right there and a little wire helping them take their tests for them. <laughs> probably tripping the kid on the soccer field so that kid could have the ball so he could run and score a goal, right? Sitting there, devoting their entire life as a parent to make sure their child never experiences failure. Trials and tests, um, trials and struggles, um, sufferings and failures. What does it do? It gives us perseverance. It makes us stronger. You know, we live in a time, in a real world, where we get post-traumatic sy- syndrome disorder. And that's a real thing because of anxieties and traumas that happen to us. Real things. Never want to look down at anybody that that goes through this. Um, There is an opportunity to help you through these things. That is with the Lord. The Lord will help you through your anxieties, through your trials, through your failures, give you peace where you didn't think it was possible. And you will rise through those moments. And you will be stronger. You will persevere. Then, finally, 1 Peter 5.10 says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will him restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. One is, and we'll deal with this on our final chapter of this series, is that this too, whatever suffering you're dealing with, this too will pass. You know? Have you ever had, like, when you're sick, you get the flu or something like that, or you feel like vomiting, and you start thinking, oh, this is the way my life is going to be for the rest of my life. I'm, I, I'm never going to get over this moment. Or you first break up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Oh, I will never, ever, ever 
overcome this grief that I feel. Right? Or any time you've experienced rejection or whatever pain you're going through at this moment in time, it is temporary. Right? Um, but in it, in the suffering, it will, as we do overcome, again, we become stronger because of it. And ultimately, this life in itself, here on this earth, whether we live 80 years or 10 years or 50, 50 years, however years long of this life, in, in, the, in the comparison of eternity, it's just a drop of the bucket. You could be born in a place like Afghanistan, poorest country in the world. Lifespan is 33 years old. All you know is war all your life. Even then, the great suffering you've experienced your entire life, it is just temporary. It will pass. And then you'll have a life with the Lord for eternity. Whatever suffering we're going through, remember that. It's, it can be an opportunity and a blessing to make you stronger, make you better, and make you more dependent on the Lord. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for today and um, and what you've given us, Lord. Father, while we all love the blessings that you give us and we praise you for, for giving us so much, so many things we don't even deserve. Um, you've given us gifts. You've given us a home or you've given us family. You've given us love and you, we have food and all these things that you provide for us and praise you, Lord, for, for always doing that. And, and we never want to, we never ask for hardships to occur. But we live in a world where it does. And we're grateful that you're with us when it happens. And we're grateful that we, we can use these experiences and you can use these experiences to make us stronger, to make us more, um, giving us a, a, a better ability to be used by you in a deeper way. Father, help us, Lord. All of us, each person here, we know, you know what struggles we go through. But give us the strength, the courage, the faith, and the, the hope to know that you're, you're helping us through these things, Lord. We pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.